everybody. Thank you for listening to Front Porch Theology. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Will. No Heather today. Moment of silence for Heather. It's sad. So she so if she were here, she'd be like, Hey y'all. She I'm would, Heather. Yeah. I can't I can't do it. I'd she'd be like, try. She'd be like, settle down. <sighs> settle down. I hate you guys. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, be praying for Heather. She's not feeling too great. She's a little under the weather. She's sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is sick. And we, we, we want to pray for Heather. She tested negative for COVID. Well, yeah, okay. So that's good. That is very good. That yeah. is very good. But still not feeling great. And so Maybe she was just sick of us. That, I was about to say that maybe, maybe that exactly was what sickness. it was. She's like, I can't do this again. Yeah. Or maybe maybe she's just taking a rest. So we told her that we would be on our best behavior today. She's not here to tell that us. That was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how many people we can offend. Yeah. No, no. We, we um. She said she sent us some questions. We're gonna. That's kind of her role in the podcast. It is. is like ask us questions and like kind of stop us from going too far. That's true because we have a tendency to do that. So she covered Mainly the questions legal. part. There's nothing she can do to stop us from going too far. Today. That's true. She we we there are there are no guardrails. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no Heather. We, we're gonna we're gonna be men of our word. We're going to stick to what you told us to talk about. And we're talking about the Sabbath today. Yeah, so maybe Heather just needed a Sabbath from podcasting with us. Yeah, well, just from us. Listen, she, that, yeah. she 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 puts up with a lot. I So she doesn't see, we, we, we nag her a lot, and we definitely pick on her a lot, and so she deals with that well. You know what's funny, though? So so I think there's I think there's two Heathers. So I had someone ask me, does Heather really and hate she's you bipolar? guys? No, that's, that's not what I mean. <laughs> Oh, someone asked I didn't me, know what you were insinuating. So, no, someone said, does Heather really hate you guys? Absolutely she does. No, she doesn't. Listen, listen, there is there is the podcast Heather, which is much more like, y'all, I'm going to stab you in the face, y'all. Like, there's that <laughs> There's that Heather. And then there's Heather, like, like Heather, uh, when same we thing stop with your recording? Kids. Yeah. Who's, who is, she goes and buys you guys drinks, not myself. But she, she did go she, buy us drinks. She did. After, she bought you after all drinks. the podcast that she, one day. She invited my kids to come pick uh, vegetables and and uh, all, all sorts of cool things that my kids really enjoyed. Same thing. For, I mean, yeah, just, she did that just, just, so listen, if you think that Heather is violent, she is. But there's also a nonviolent side. That's that's true. Very kind side. She's a very balanced individual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so here's hoping by the next time we have a podcast episode that that she's back, because <laughs> that balance really brings balance to the show. It does, it does. No, Heather, if you're listening, which you're probably not, we do hope you feel better, and I hope you know we we miss you, and we'll be praying for you. All right, so here is the first question: Why do you think some struggle with the idea uh, and struggle with observing Sabbath? I think. There's a lot of us who uh, love productivity. Mm-hmm. It makes us feel good about ourselves. It makes us makes us more comfortable. Yeah. Um, I think productivity kind of makes us uh, makes us feel accomplished. It's it's a pride thing, and so I think I think it's it's not an accident that people that tend to struggle with pride or or the people that tend to be like overworkers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, in the Bible, the Bible is clear about that that we're we're not we are supposed to be hard workers, but not overworkers. Um, yep. And so I think for many of us, it's hard to um, observe the Sabbath and and kind of honor that because because it's a it's a letting things be out of our control. 
Yeah, so I think I think there's two different sides to this. And I think you have the side you're referencing, which is the people who overwork, so it's hard to take a rest. But even those who take a rest aren't necessarily Sabbathing. So even a restful worship, I think the reason why that can be difficult from the person from from a side of people who don't mind taking off work is yeah. because it's it is it is an act of an intentional effort that I'm going to um, worship while being thankful, and that's that's harder than than it looks. It, it's weird to say that, but like how often when we're thankful for something, if it's not intentional, if it's not something we're we're on purpose. Uh, putting in front of us that this is going to be a, a thankful worship. So, so someone asked me uh, when I was talking about Sabbath with someone a couple weeks ago, can they go fishing and that be a Sabbath? And I said, of course, of course again. I said, but, but it has to be like, if you want it to be a Sabbath, it needs to be a restful worship. It needs to be a thankfulness to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes, sometimes our rest can be escapism from worship uh, because we see worship kind of like maybe as you were uh explaining that, that it, can, it has to be a, a doing versus a worship being a a, a, a rest. And so I think I think that uh, sometimes our relaxation can be escapism rather than worship. Yeah, I think part of Sabbath is us being able to kind of sit back and be like, the Lord is still doing what he does while we're resting. So what, curious, what, what does Sabbath look like to you? Uh, usually Saturday Yeah, for me. Like on, on my weekly rhythm, mm-hmm. so what you're asking? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I'm curious. Yeah, what when when you Sabbath? Yeah, what's that look like? Obviously, uh, it, it's Saturday part for both of us. Yeah, so it's a it's a restful um, appreciation of the fact that I don't have anything that I have to be busy about or to be concerned with. Yeah. So there's there's prayer, there's uh, scripture reading, yeah. but it's but there's not worship. Um, I think a lot of people their Sabbath might be Sunday, but because of the nature of the job as pastors, even though our worship is on Sunday, our corporate worship it's uh, it's intermingled with a lot of work. Yeah. Right. Um, so so I think for for us we're super busy on on Sunday, which is kind of a more normative Sabbath for mm-hmm. for most. Um, so my yeah my my Sabbath is Saturday, um, and it it will involve a lot of nothingness yeah I'll say occasionally it'll be an activity i mean we'll go places or we'll go fishing or we'll go hiking my, my family's big into like outdoorsy type stuff so we do yeah. that occasionally but but like part of that is, is too is like when i climb a mountain yeah. like I, I'm, I'm going to pause and appreciate creation and that the lord created that for me to enjoy i mean i think that's so important because and, and this this is what i i want to i just want to stress to people so i i am i'm a we Sabbath very strictly on Saturday. Um, so I turn off my phone typically um, or put it on airplane mode. Um, and the, uh, <coughs> excuse me. So we, we try not to do anything. Um, but I try to, I tell my kids often, like today is the Sabbath. Like let, let's Sabbath. I don't say today's the Sabbath. I say let us Sabbath today. We're going to Sabbath. We're going to rest. We're going to worship. Um, so we, we oftentimes, uh, like we start off our day, try to do, uh, going over our memory verses. Um, we, we usually watch, we've been going through, uh, Ephesians, this little Ephesians cartoon. <coughs> that's, that's, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty cute. I like it. They like it. And, uh, but yeah, it, there's a lot of stopping and pausing of realizing that, that this is a day just, just to relax and that I, and being thankful for that. Again, I will say that's, it's not always, it's, it's not. It's weird to say that's not easy because it's not like laborious to do that, but you you really do have to kind of get your mind prepared 
to, to kind of focus in on the goodness of God and what he's given you. So my wife started this thing recently. Do you have do you have Corona? Should we should we record in separate rooms? <laughs> it's, it's 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 Heather's mic. You're coughing a lot. I know, right? So, um, my wife's introduced this saying into our family. This is a happy moment. Have you yeah. heard of this? Uh, I mean, I've heard that. Yeah, I've you said yeah, before. like you knew. I mean, I, I heard the term about. before. No, <laughs> not okay. not from your wife. You've like, heard those words, yeah. happy and yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, those are English words. Happy moment. But um. But there was this like viral video that went around. Um, a lot of people were sharing it on social media, which is why I was surprised you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I, I know you don't get on any social media ever. But um, anyways, a lot of people were sharing it. And it was an elder, elderly lady, and it was like her adult child that was talking to her about how they were raised in their home to appreciate happy moments. And so she asks her mom, you know, can you describe what, what you mean by that when you say a happy moment? And she, you know, describes there's a lot of turmoil, there's a lot of worry, there's a lot of anxiety and stress and anger and resentment, and the world's full of all these bad things, but God has given us, in the midst of all that, God has given us happy moments, and, um, and, and it wasn't overtly, you know, Christian, it was, it was just like, oh, it's happiness, and happiness, you know, can or can't be Christian, you know, it could go either way, but, um, but my wife has kind of introduced that, that when the kids are like, you know, we went we went uh, hiking last Saturday, and they were like kind of whining about, well, how much farther till we get there? You know, in the car, mm-hmm. and and my wife was like, let's take a minute, like we get to go and not have mm-hmm. any obligations or responsibilities, and go out in God's creation and enjoy nature, and God has blessed us. Right. This is a happy moment. Yeah. Right, so it's like I think I think just like it's a mindset of Sabbath of of like we're gonna rest and appreciate uh, what God's done for us. And what I think is so interesting is so, and I mentioned this Sunday, but when you look at the when you look at the law, the moral law, right? We we recognize that all of these things we should do, and we should. But Sabbath kind of goes by the wayside for most Christians, right? If you say why is it that we should not steal or not use the Lord's name in vain or uh, whatever it is, right? People often go to the Ten Commandments, but mm-hmm. when it comes to Sabbath, Sabbath is taking this back seat, and I feel like it's almost forgotten in like the evangelical world. Like it's not talked about enough and not preached on enough, and that's probably for a variety of reasons. Yeah, but oftentimes I think there's this misconception to where you can kind of see, especially within Baptist culture, um, and I mean that in maybe more fundamental ways, but uh, how there's a lot of guilt. There was a lot of preaching that's similar to the Pharisees. That, yeah, it's like, did you share the gospel today? Yeah. Or did you did you go soul winning or leave a track right. somewhere today? And if you if you went, if you go a day without like doing something, yeah. and being super busy, right? Then then you're somehow an inferior Christian, right? That, that, that somehow Sabbath, or if you're going to Sabbath well, um, there's things that you do and there's things you don't do, right? You can't mow your lawn, but. You, yeah, you have to leave a track behind or something of that yeah, nature. Right. Versus, no, it's a mindset of being thankful, which I think Paul alludes to um, in First Corinthians, right? When he talks about uh, being able to, uh, he, he's, you know, being condemned for things that he's partaking in. And mm-hmm. He's given this idea of, like, well, I'm thankful for it. Right. And there, there is that type of mindset that needs to be had in the Sabbath. So where do you, okay, so I didn't grow up in the church. Uh, you you had some weird, what's some weird uh, 
cultural Christian things about the Sabbath other than mowing the lawn. Mowing the grass was a big. I don't know I've why. Heard this before. Why would people get so bent out of shape about yeah. mowing the grass? Like that was that was what Sunday seems like a wonderful day to do that. It seems like the perfect day to mow the grass. <laughs> like after after worship, going home. You know, I, I don't have a big yard anymore. I used to, but like um, I always, I've always hated mowing the grass. Yeah. But like, um, so for me, that was not like a restful thing, but it was something that had to be done. Yeah. So it's like, okay, and it was a way that I could like, all right, I could listen to a sermon or I could, you know, like uh, listen to worship music. So like it was it was something that could be redeemed. Yeah. Um, that that was not like my job. It wasn't it wasn't right. like I was going to make money. You know, it was just like something that had to be done and it was something that could be redeemed for the Lord. Yeah. And prayer could happen easily while you're mowing the grass. It really can. Like that could be a great a great Sabbath so I activity. Don't, I, I don't, don't know why people get so bent out of shape about it. I don't mow the lawn unless I have earbuds in or headphones on. Yeah. I have to. Because yeah. I will listen I'll listen to a, a for safe sermon. <laughs> yeah, for safety. Because right. <laughs> the engine's loud. Uh no, <laughs> I, I get I like I am not someone who enjoys mowing the lawn unless I'm listening to something. So oftentimes I'll listen to a podcast. I'll yeah. listen to uh, a sermon. I'll listen to something. Yeah. That that is that is encouraging. Um so yeah, that so, was a big one though. That was always the example that was used like growing up was that's like so weird. I don't mow the grass on Sundays. But then like um I can I can also remember, I mean even fairly recently here in conversations like this that um like if a if a man was working on let's say he's going to build a porch on his on his house or something mm-hmm. and he needs help from another man, like he would be like, "Hey, um I don't know if you work on Sundays or not." Like because it, maybe he did, but he wanted to be sensitive to the fact that some people didn't. He'd be like, ah, if you don't want to work on Sunday, that's fine, you know. Yeah. But like Sunday afternoon, I need a few guys to come help me with this. And Interesting. I've heard that even recently um, that that's brought up. And so, um, yeah, there's just like this kind of odd uh, legalism that, that's still attached to it. And, right. and I remember right. not not as often, <laughs> but I remember a couple times uh, some accusations being thrown around toward women who were like seen in the garden on Sundays, you know. Like, oh, you're out gardening. So I do people who wouldn't go out to eat on Sundays because they felt like that was... Like it was causing people to have to work. Yeah. Like they wanted every business to be closed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want every business to be closed on Sunday, Jeremy? No. What about Chick-fil-A? <laughs> you think I mean, Chick-fil-A should be open on Sundays? I think that's their private business. They can do what they want to. What if Chick-fil-A would just open after church? <laughs> right. That's a good... That's wouldn't, a good that, wouldn't that... Well, the problem is the problem is that you have to get there. I, I know why they do it. They want they don't want to give any other employees excuses to not to go worship, and I can appreciate that. But but I wouldn't. I, I guess I don't know. I, I I think it's. I just think it's odd. So let me ask you this: Should Christians uh, have a place of employment on Sunday? Sure, you can't help it. Some people. Yeah, right? I think. Yeah, somebody's got to. Yeah, somebody's got to work on Sunday. So, we, so the fact of the matter is, like. Jewish culture was set up so right. I mean it was a theocracy. Yeah. Right. So it was it was set up like God was their lord of, of their government too. Yeah. And so their government was was governed by the law. Mm-hmm. So their civil law was also their, their religious law. So in their society in Israel's society, it was much easier to observe sure. the Sabbath because it was built into the civil code. Well, we live in a in a world where our government does not follow God's law, right. so there's not a government mandated Sabbath. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, you live in a place where you're going to, when you're looking for employment, you're going to be employed. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is, there's going to be a lot of people that are employed that are going to have to work on Sundays, so, and and people need things on Sundays. Right, I'll say my wife supplies, or they, yeah, your wife's a nurse. Yeah, like she delivers need, babies. Like like, so it it kind of reminds me of like helping out somebody. 
Right. So, so it would be unloving to say, well, I can't deliver. Sorry, you're going to have to do that on your own. I'm not going to help you deliver your child right. because I have corporate worship. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I think if you can help me in corporate worship, do that. But there are a lot of people that feel d- deep guilt um, because they have a, I mean, I know my wife has faced that. She has faced, she is in the power past. She has felt guilty um, because she is a, she's a del- labor and delivery nurse. And so, so there are Sundays that she has to work. And I've tried to explain to her like, that that's nothing, like sure. that's something to be ashamed of. That's okay. I mean, yeah. that's that's okay. And I think, like, I think as a Christian, like, we prioritize it. So, like, if if you've got two equal jobs, equal pay, equal, you know, everything, sure. everything else equal in the equation, like, yeah, choose the one where you're off on Sunday so you can gather more frequently with God's people. But if not, then I, I think the Lord is going to be understanding of that, given that you. Um, that your heart is still toward him in worship, and so if you if you're a person who has to work every Saturday or every Sunday, yeah. like that doesn't mean like well I got to work every weekend so I don't have to Sabbath, and you just like wor- right. work 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 all the time, right. and um, like you're Rihanna or something like you you don't you don't just get to work all the time. That was a pop culture reference. You I know, no, I know I know who Rihanna is. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but like you don't get to just work all the time. Like the principle still applies that you you've been designed by God to have to rest. And so you've got to have a Sabbath, and yeah. it's meant for your worship and for your good. It's a blessing. You 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 make brought up two good points. One, it doesn't it doesn't excuse you from from worshiping and Sabbathing. It also doesn't excuse you from not being in biblical community. Yep. You can you can still be in biblical community, and and have to uh, and and if you if you have to work on Sunday, it doesn't excuse you to say, okay, well I can't be part of the church. The church doesn't happen on Sunday, right? Right. So, and I think there's a lot of that, and I I I, I think that there are sometimes. Um, they, there are people who feel like, oh, I can't, I can't make every Sunday gathering. So there's this withdrawal, and I think it's I have a feeling of guilt. Uh, maybe, maybe it's apathy. Maybe I'm being too kind on that. But anyway, so it's okay. So another question. Um, we see in scripture. Okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate here. The devil needs no advocate. Okay, so the law says the perfect law of God will. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. That's what scripture says. Yeah. If you knew that says that the Sabbath is Saturday. I'm why is it? Um I'm I'm going to put on my sabbatarian hat. Sabbatarians are people who sh- keep a strict um observance of sat- the Saturday Sabbath and believe that you should keep a strict Saturday Sabbath. Why is it? Will Basham um Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah. I didn't realize you were talking to me. Why is it that you uh, think that somehow uh, God's law is wrong? That we shouldn't keep a strict Saturday Sabbath? So, I I think that... Um, I, I'm not trying to miss... If you're a Sabbatarian, I'm not trying to present you as jerks. I know one. He's kind of a jerk. But not all of them are jerks. <laughs> Well, there's a difference between Sabbatarians and Seventh-day Adventists, for example. Oh, I want to – don't don't open that can of water. Okay, gonna I, go I was going to go there. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Sabbatarian, uh, I, I don't have as, as big of a problem with them. I, I think yeah. it's I think it's hard to be dogmatic about it. Yeah. Um, so, so what you see is worship happening primarily on the Sabbath in the Old Testament. And then in the New Testament, what you see is believers begin to gather on – the first day of the week, which mm-hmm. is the they 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 nicknamed it the Lord's Day because that's when Jesus rose from the dead, and so New Covenant believers gather on the Lord's Day. Now, what you don't have repeated in the New Testament 
is a clear designation of when the Sabbath should be. You have a lot of principles of rest preached that, mm-hmm. that the Sabbath should continue. For example, the author of Hebrews uh, leans into that principle a lot. God, only if Scripture maybe spoke about this. Yeah, it does. Oh! Yeah. Um, Romans 14 is one place, of, of several actually. Romans 14, Paul writes, he says, One person esteems one day as better than another, while another one esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. Uh, the one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. Uh, there, it, what this passage shows us, and he, he goes on to even talk more, what it shows us is that was a debated issue in the first century. Yeah, There was a, a real debate from, from people who were called Judaizers who, mm-hmm. who tried to take Judaistic law and apply it to New Covenant Christians, even Gentiles. What you had was you had people that were from different walks of life, Gentiles now coming into the church, that had no culture or custom of making Saturday a day of rest. And so there's there's a lot that had to adapt and change, um, but you see worship happening on Sunday. And so it was natural for a lot of early Christians to make their Sabbath Sunday as well. Um, and so rest was happening then as well. What I think do does remain is the principle, although it's not explicitly repeated like the rest of the Ten Commandments. Um, I think the principle remains and is repeated. And so I would say we do have to observe Sabbath, but it, it doesn't have to necessarily be on a particular day, i.e. Right. the seventh day, the Saturday. Right, right. Um, okay, so— But if you want to. yeah. So, so it's then funny. you can. I live like a Sabbatarian, though I'm not a Sabbatarian. I do too, right. Yeah. Saturday's, Saturday's my Sabbath, generally. Well, I don't know. I don't live exactly like a Sabbatarian because there are some, sometimes I end up having to work uh, yeah. Saturday. That ends up being sure. a, a busy day for me for one reason or another. And um, and I feel the freedom in Christ to, to kind of change my Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, sure. And so make sure there's family time and whatnot. But like, um, I'll, I'll adapt and change depending on what's on the calendar. But... Um, I you know you can observe stuff in the Old Testament, but but when you try to place that yoke on people, other people, yeah. that's when you become legalistic. Like if you want to observe uh, the Feast of Booths, by all means, go ahead, knock <laughs> it out. Like I don't, whatever. But the, but we're not held to that in in the New Covenant. Where Christ has fulfilled that for us. Whoa, maybe we got a phone call. Oh, all right, let me let, let me go pick this up. Hello. Hey, uh, my name is Steve. I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, and I, I was curious uh, on whether or not you all think we're okay, or uh, do you think we're a cult? Uh, if you don't mind just kind of uh, addressing that, and remember, uh, you know, I do have feelings, so just uh, thanks. All right, Will, you, you heard it there. Do you think that, that Seventh-day Adventists are Christians? Or is this a cult? This is this. By the way, this is the first time we've ever had a live call in before. Yeah, I didn't even know we had this technology. First of all, so yeah. you really caught me off guard with yeah, that phone we, call. You didn't know we were live? No, I didn't. <laughs> but, um, so, who, so the Seventh Day Adventist answer, knew we were talking about? Yeah. This. Well, thank you for calling. I'll attempt to answer <laughs> this the best I can. Um, t- so you had to write. A, uh, I, I know you did because I had to. You had to write a paper on this. I believe I did. Yes. Yeah. I had. Yeah. Dif- I have a different position now than I do back then. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't even remember what position I took in my paper in seminary when I, I was took, I drawing said they the were line. not. You said they were not. Christians. I said they were not a cult. You said they were not a cult. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think I think back then I probably would have said they were 
uh, I, I would probably classify it as I would classify like some Catholics and stuff. Like, like right. I think some may be regenerate because there's a there's gospel yeah. there. Um, you might maybe if you were raised in it, you might have enough of it to you could be really truly saved. But you're just in you for family ties or whatever. You're stuck in some weird tradition. Would you, would you ever? Sh- okay, so would you ever? Um, so I'd, I'd be hesitant to say every Seventh Day Adventist is not a Christian. Sure, I don't, sure, I don't sure. know that I could could say that. I, listen, I I, th- I think let's, we should. Get, we've said the same thing about Catholicism, right? Um, but the 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 doctrine. Okay, so what are Seventh Day Adventists? Let's Seventh Day. So if I could just give, I mean, I have no prep works, but um, <laughs> so I'm just going from memory here, which my memory is not great. But Seventh Day Adventist um, is a group that began basically on the on the uh, the issue of Jesus's non-return, um, that there was a, a prediction of Jesus's return that didn't happen, obviously, um, which is how a lot of cults start. Is like we say Jesus right. is going to come back, and then right. when he doesn't, we've got to all right, we've got to you know conjure up some stuff. And basically, the the reason uh, that was promoted as to why he did not return when he was expected to was, oh, here it is. The, the, the church is not worshiping on the proper day. And so uh, the church meets on Sundays, and we see that in the Old Testament, the Lord's Day is the seventh day um, and not the first day. And so the reason Jesus isn't coming back yet is because he's upset with the church. And so we've got to start, we've got to get all the church to worship on the proper day before he'll come back. That was basic, that's like the redneck explanation of what SDA church believes yeah so i wouldn't i would first i'd invite everyone to go read the adventist.org uh, belief and what, i would not no here's why though. here's why <laughs> here's why when you read their doctrine it will sound very foreign to you i it, it is it is something that when you read it you're like that that's a, that's weird it's a different it's it's not just a different perspective it's a lot of it um well so so why is it that we would say seventh-day adventists are more cultish. Well, I think I think when you begin to major on something right. that is not a major point, <laughs> um, that's when you start to err into a cult-like uh, type existence. Um, and so, to to propagate the gospel as something that can only come into fulfillment if if we do something right, i.e., worship on the correct day, and they've got other flaws too, but this is the one they were founded on. Um, is not only wrong, uh, I mean it is wrong, but but it's further than just being wrong. It's it's making it's 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 uh, I mean it's insulting to the gospel. It's it's making it, it's making the gospel conditional that we're only going to be uh, taken by Christ and and Christ is only going to return for love or for us in love if we do what He wants, and that's not what the gospel is. Well, I would say they also they they take a a very they are it is a legalistic. Fraction or faction? Yeah, it's ex- extremely legalistic. Right. That the, the, the law because the because it's predicated on we have to do everything right. Right. And that's why. It, so if I were to classify it as a cult, which I would, if you forced me to choose cult or not a cult, sure, I sure. would I would choose cult for Seventh Day Adventists. And the reason I would lean more towards the cult uh, accusation toward them is because. Um, is because is because of that legalism. It's it's you have to do all these things right to be accepted by God. Yeah, th- I mean it, it is so. If you think we're being harsh, Paul would say this is a cult. 
He would say this is a different gospel. Yeah, Paul right. definitely would. <laughs> right, because if because it, it's 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 based. I just off, read Paul's words from right. Romans fourteen. <laughs> it's it's based off it's based off works that you mm-hmm. you have. To, so the law isn't. I mean, they would say the law is there to show you you're you're that that you need Jesus, but the idea that Jesus isn't going to come and get you, and you're not His unless you obey the law. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not you're not saved by grace in that case. That's you're not saved, good news. No, you're saved by grace. And something else, right? It's not even grace anymore. Now it's just by works. Anytime there's something else, right. it, it ceases to be good news because right. it, it actually becomes damning because none of us can can keep that law. Right. It, it seems to miss the... And again, this is the same thing that the Pharisees did, right? It yeah. misses the purpose of the law. So, And, the, and the, one of the one of the problems is there's a lot of like people who I think understand the true gospel that have just found themselves in that world. Like oh, we, sure. We've sure, got sure, people sure. in our church that come out of a Seventh-day Adventist background. And there's a lot of knowledge of Jesus, in yeah. that. so like that's that's good foundation. But we just got to make sure we're getting the gospel right. And, and, and I'll say the what's what's so dangerous. And you you see Paul, or you see this, you see this in First Peter, Second Peter. You see Paul bringing up multiple occasions. Is there are people who preach Jesus, and they use the name of Jesus, but then they change the gospel mm-hmm. that Jesus brought mm-hmm. and in and, and that's i think that's the different same thing it's the same issue with mormonism and i don't mean the lump seven day adventist in with mormonism because i think they're very different um but, so i've heard of churches using buildings of, of sda churches uh-huh. like church plants yeah because they meet in there on saturday so on sunday oh, yeah. when you're going to plant a church uh you could use a seven day adventist building if, if you were going to plant a church would, had, would you be willing to do that? Would you be willing to meet in an SDA no, building? No, I probably wouldn't. I, I've had I've had a Seventh Day Adventist ask if they could use New Heights building. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. Yeah, we were like, yeah, no. would we be okay with this? No, I, I don't even know why we discussed it because you were just like, yeah, well, okay, and, and, and <laughs> you and, were and like, nope, why. nope, nope. Here's why. I I, I would not. Well, we to, all agreed though. By right, the way, we would. And I, I, I did not want to facilitate what I believe to be a dangerous false gospel being preached that you have to obey the law to be saved right <clears throat> I, like i think that i mean that I, use our building for a birthday party all you want right but not to preach another gospel <laughs> yeah man that, that just seems like being a, a, a not a, to say a bad steward of what you've been given is an understatement right yeah um it, but anywho so so okay so let, let's go back let's go back to um uh the sabbath one of the things you mentioned about the sabbath uh with your kids is you like talk about like you teach them that I yeah. think I need to do a better job of that. I, I think I need to tell my like I don't know that I ever use the word Sabbath with my kids. So we we made it's it, time to do that. We made a big so we we my kids learned the law the the, the Ten Commandments, um and, but I I've yeah and I'm not again I'm not I'm not perfect at it. it it's it's a struggle weekly. Well, that's good to know because <laughs> I I was over here thinking you were perfect. Stop. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. I'm t- I struggle with I, I don't want to make it sound like that I'm like on on Sunday we all gather together and every you know there's never a moment of laziness where I'm like I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um. But definitely we um, and and my kids haven't grasped it yet because every day for them is somewhat a Sabbath, right? It's very and well and it's it's restful, but my my. My wow, hope you're is kind of becomes... being you're being harsh to Claire and Max here. <laughs> Every day is a Sabbath for them. They do nothing. Well, okay, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm defining Sabbath poorly. Uh, I want it to be a I want it to be a real Sabbath for them, and that's kind of that's the the issue is is trying to teach them. Listen, go outside and enjoy, but be thankful to the Lord. Right. And and trying to put that in their head. So um you know we, you know we we it is that's that's difficult because you don't you don't know their heart and they're like okay okay can we go outside and I'm like. 
do you get what I'm telling you? I, I need you like, but like at some point you just have to say, okay, they're, they're five and seven. They'll get it one yeah. day. <laughs> you know, what do you, I don't know what you want, dad. You right. want Maddox out here, like <laughs> building an altar out of yeah. rocks to, to worship <laughs> Yahweh. Well, I, I think I just want to stress to them how important it is that they, that we can, that we do worship and that we worship in what we enjoy because so, so often what we worship People think that it has to be in a building, or it has to be me listening, or it has to be me singing. Versus, no, I, I'm going. So, let me tell you what I like to do on as, as far as a restful practice. You mm-hmm. say you like fishing and rock climbing. Mine's not nearly as manly. I like I like working on on my board game that I'm making, or I like to make board games. It's a hobby. Oh, of mine. don't sell yourself short. That's incredibly masculine. <laughs> okay, so I'm like- lots of very <laughs> testosterone filled men. Who make board games? Listen, I like to make board games, and and I'm I'm working on one now. Um, by the way, it's it's you can you can buy it soon. By the way, William. oh, I can't wait to yeah. buy it. So is it the one I played? Yeah, unsolved. Yeah. Oh, it's great. So yeah, it's a murder mystery game, but um, so it's a so I love working on this, but it it is definitely a um a time of like it took me a long time to realize. That I can enjoy being creative yeah. on Sabbath, yeah. which is the which is the opposite of what Jews were taught. You could not create right. on, yeah. on Sabbath. Right. So, like for me to sit back, and it was to, all very religious, right? Just to sit back and just enjoy that I have this time where I can be creative, that I can do something that I enjoy, and be thankful for this time. Man. Is that board game stuff you're into? Is that have to do with the shirt <laughs> you're wearing? It says you're, Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, listeners, let me read to you. Stretch it out so I can see what it says. It says, Jesus saves. Everyone else takes 2D12. One, 2 is a 12, Will. Okay. It's, it's 2D12 damage. What does that mean? Well, um, this is a Dungeons & Dragons it's a reference, D&D isn't thing. it? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so like... Yeah, on Sabbath. You're big into D and D. I love. Listen, I love. I love board games. So what you've combined you Jesus and Dungeons and Dragons on your T-shirt. Absolutely, absolutely. So if some if somebody's listening and they just heard me read that and they know Dungeons and Dragons, they they get that. Oh, they totally would get that. Aaron Higginbotham would get that. And it's it's funny to them. Of course, yeah, it is. So so I, I had. Uh, <laughs> it's funny to them. Uh, no, so I I yeah. So I love I love board games. I love creating. I like writing. Um, so I'm, I'm not a most, I'm not an artistic person, but when it comes to writing and, and creating games and, and writing stories, oh my goodness, I love it. I love you know it. what the cool thing about all this is though, whether you're making a board game, lame, or whether you're <laughs> fishing, awesome, uh, whatever it may be, like whatever you're into, um, it's all kind of mirrors the Imago Dei, right? Yeah. The, the idea that we're created in the image of God, which is the, which is the purpose of Sabbath. Right. Right. The whole purpose of Sabbath is that we mirror our creator. And so in your creativity, in your enjoyment of things, um, that when you rest from the labor that you need to do to keep yourself alive and to provide for your families and stuff, that you actually reflect uh, your creator. Yep. Yeah, and that you worship in doing that. Yeah, I, I think that's the, I think that's the biggest key. Worshiping. So talking to someone about how they can worship while they fishing while they were fishing was so freeing to them because they had been brought up in a different uh, right. background, and it, it, it's so awesome to be able to explain that. And, and by the way, um, there is one of my favorite books is is the book of Genesis because so often you see Sabbath come up over and over mm-hmm. and over again, whether it's in creation. Whether it's um, and and the, the they're being told um, that, that Abraham can rest in the promises of God, and that's what the co- I mean when we look at the covenants of God, we can rest in the promise, eternal covenants of the Lord, and that's and that's all again pointing back or pointing towards um, that we can rest in Jesus. 
Um, and, and, and really, we can rest in it. When, and again, I, I think even when Jesus says, it is finished, right? This is pointing back to the Sabbath principle, that mm-hmm. we can rest in him, that that he's done it all. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, and by the way, um, earlier you made a you made a little jab at me that I'm not on social media. I am on YouTube. Really? Yeah, I, I watch the YouTube. I watch it. I watch. Uh, I, I and and by the that's not really social media. Though. How's it not? It's it's just not. It's not a social media platform. It's a it's a video content platform. Okay, well then I guess you're right then. Though yeah. I do know who Rihanna is, and and Bobby Brown is her husband. No. Yes, he. Yes, so Bobby Brown. He. Uh, what's that song? Um, Oh, what was the song he sang back in the 90s? He's a lot older than she is. Uh, that's definitely not her husband. I think you're wrong. Anyways, <laughs> um, with that being said, we're, we're going we're gonna to sign off. Man, I hope, I hope. You going to Sabbath this week? I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you I do. I mean, I wasn't going to, but after this conversation, oh yeah, better. Yeah, listen. I, I, no, I am. Good. I, I am, uh, you know what I'm doing on my Sabbath this week? Oh, fishing and climbing mountains. Nope. Uh, what's that? I'm riding my motorcycle. Oh, there we go. Which is which I found is the best time to pray, Yeah. by the way. Because it, normally if I'm in my truck, I'm always listening to like music or oh. something. Not podcasts. I hate podcasts. Oh, yeah. Um, but I listen to music a lot. But on my on my bike, I, I just it's just me and my helmet, mm-hmm. and it's it's like much uh, quieter. Yeah, in a weird way, with the loud motorcycle, but it's just like road noise, and me and the Lord. You know something? I, I don't know if you talked about this Sunday, and I, we're about to we got to get off. But a cool practice that I wanted to start doing was starting my Sabbath on Friday night. I, I love this Jewish tradition. Where, yeah, that started at sundown. Yeah, so so they would they'd have a candle, and they would light it. It's the last thing the family did. They would light it, and therefore the first thing they did, they began their Sabbath at, uh, when they went to bed. So the first thing they would do was they would sleep. As a So this idea that yeah. sleeping was an act of worship. I love it. That is really cool. Oh, I love it. Are you going to like light the candle too? Oh, like yeah. you're going to do the candle? Yeah. I'm definitely not doing that. Oh, I would. I'm not that religious. But more power oh, to you, man. That's listen, great. That's a, a, God, we have freedom in Christ. Right. right? Oh, I, so. yeah, I love all that, all that stuff, all that traditional just stuff. don't prescribe your legalistic ways on me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, we're going to sign off. And um, if you have any questions about the Sabbath, oh, listen, I, truly, I hope this is an encouragement to you. I, if anything, the Sabbath should be. The Sabbath is a time of rest. It's a time of worship. And it's a time where you can reflect on how gracious and good your God is. If you have any questions or thoughts on the Sabbath, please send them to us. Send them to Heather. Send them to Heather. Not, yeah. She, she, she On her Facebook. That's what she normally takes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or you can send them through the app, which... Or the app, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can use our mobile app. I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, just go in your app store and search New Heights Church. Well, Will? Well, Jeremy? It's time to go. All right. People. I think we've done well. I, I I don't think we've made anybody mad, she, except the Seventh-day Adventist yeah, that called They don't in. like us very much. Yeah, he, he hates us. <laughs> but other than that, I think we've done pretty well. Yeah, they don't, yeah. Heather's going to be proud. I, I think she will be. Okay. Good job, y'all. Uh,